Hello, it is Jacqueline Kitzman. This is the Awaken Tarot Podcast. I feel very cheery today because it's nice and bright and sunny and my room is clean and I'm laying in bed drinking a, well, I'm drinking a cold cup of coffee because I am a parent. Um, But it is a really gorgeous morning. Um, Today is also, I'm recording on Sunday and y'all will hear this obviously Monday, but today is also the full moon and lunar eclipse. So it's all like energetic right now. Um, in, in the most magical, intense and crazy ways. So as far as things go, like we have some constants, right? Like we have a war going on in Ukraine as always, unfortunately, and we have the war on reproductive rights as well. So nothing has really changed there, um, except that it's gotten slightly quieter, I think, in the news cycle. All of that means like that's an issue you can't let disappear. Like you have to keep talking about it and you have to keep researching and you have to keep calling your representatives. And there have been some really awesome protests and all of all of those efforts just need to be kept up because what's on the line is reproductive rights. Um, What I will say is that state and local elections have never been more important. So if you are not registered to vote, make sure you get registered. Local and state elections are get the least turnout and they are going to be of the utmost importance. Like I I can't I cannot emphasize I cannot emphasize that's the correct word this enough how important these local and state elections are going to be right now in regards to Roe v. Wade because it will be left up to the states to decide what they are going to do about abortion, which means that the people that you are representing in your state, in your local government, your city, your town, your state, I'm so serious about this, y'all, they are going to be the ones ultimately deciding what your state will do about a person's right to reproductive choice, okay? They're going to be the ones deciding. They're going to be deciding where you can go, what you can do, what's criminalized, what's not. Please remember that Louisiana is planning on, not even planning, they have introduced legislation to make abortion, uh, you know, a homicide offense with a minimum of 10 years in jail. Okay. Um, This is pretty serious business. And, you know, there is like this kind of hopelessness of my vote doesn't matter. doesn't matter if I vote. Like it has never mattered more who you vote for in local and state elections if you care about a person's right to choose what they do or do not do with their bodies. If you care about the right to privacy, you care about interracial marriage and you care about same-sex marriage and you care about, you know, right to contraception. If you care about those with infertility struggling with, you know, struggling to get through and use IVF. Like if you care about those things or they personally affect you or people that you love and they affect so many people that you love, I promise you, if you care about those issues, then, you know, just make sure that you you look into, see if you are registered to vote and see where you can do that. I'm going to try to include a link in the show notes so that you can check to see you know, if you're registered, how you can register, where you can go and, you know, just kind of check up on that. I think it's really and vitally important. And I'll stop harping on it now because I know that a lot of people think this is super boring and stupid, but I don't think it's stupid. And I I wish that it were boring, but it's not. So on we go. 
Thank you to everyone who has reviewed. I really appreciate that. It makes me so happy. We went from 4.7 stars because we got two one-star reviews, which took us down a little bit, back up to 4.8, which is a really fun and good place to be. And we're inching ever closer to Gabriel throwing a pie in my face, because even if you leave me a one-star review, if I deserve it or not, I'm counting that because I would really like to, I think it'd be really funny to have Gabe throw some some form of pie in my face. And I will let you guys vote on what kind of pie will get thrown in my face on my Instagram stories. So yeah. Okay. And now we're going to go on to the card. This card is pretty fun. We haven't, we've talked about it in passing, but we've not specifically spoken about this card yet, which I was surprised about. So this will be fun. Um, we're talking about the two of pentacles today. The two of pentacles um, in the Smith Rider weight deck um, in the background, there are waves and on the waves, they're pretty big waves. They almost look like hills. There is a little ship and a bigger ship. Um, whether that means that one ship is small and one or that one ship is really big or if it, you know, or if it's like indicating distance where one ship is farther away and the other ship is closer. I'm unsure. However, um, in the front of the card, I will come back to you on why the size of these ships is significant. I will this time. I promise I will circle back to this. Um, sometimes I forget to circle back, but this time I will. Okay. Okay. So then if you come up to the further part of the card in the front, there is a person and they have a very long, um, phallic styled hat on their head. It's curved at the top. Um, and they are dressed in kind of an orangey color with like a beige little shirt. And they have one pentacle in one hand that is lower and one pentacle in the other hand, which is higher, almost looking like a scale type thing, like they're weighing the heaviness of these pentacles. And then looped around the pentacles is an infinity sign. So listen, right off the bat, when you pull this card, our first instinct is, okay, we're what we have to make a choice between something like obviously like this person looks like they're juggling. We, every single one of us can relate immediately to, okay, um, we have two things and we're going to, one is heavier and more important than the other. So we have to put something down. Like that's, that's a pretty big and unavoidable aspect of the two of pentacles. It is always, you know, it will always come up for you're carrying a bunch of things, but you need to prioritize, prioritize and, and choice and reflection are very much prominent points in regards to even just the number two in the tarot. Um, it's a it's a very it, it allows us this kind of like introspection to what do we want to do? How do we want to do it? When do we want to do it? What is important to us? Why is it important to us? All of these things in the two really allow us to go and kind of like look at ourselves in a mirror. OK, and in the two of Pentacles, let me just tap on the ships in the background. Even the ships are like one one. If you're if you're thinking about the pentacle, the ships is kind of being like, a you know, like another metaphor for the pentacles, like one ship is big and one ship is small or one ship is more important because they're closer to us and the other ship is farther away. Right. So it's kind of it does it taps very heavily on this. What is your priority here? Because our priorities and our actions are going to physically I always say. Whenever I'm a, I'm a nanny, that's my muggle job. That's my, I shouldn't even say muggle job because we do not like JK Rowling. Um, that is my non-tarot job, okay? So, and I always tell my nanny kids when they are, um, I always tell my nanny kids when, they're, when they've done something that they need to apologize for, um, that while I appreciate their words of sorry, I'm going to be looking for their actions. 
And I, you know, I tell that, you know, like whenever I'm in a fight with somebody, I mean, like obviously Gabe and I have had fights and like whenever one of us does something and we have to apologize, like I always say or Gabe will always remind me like, hey, it's like the actions or if I'm doing, you know, in a lot of times in relationship readings when the two of pentacles comes up, I always remind people that like people are going to say a lot of things, but it's the physicality of what they do that's important. And in the pentacles, the whole suit of pentacles it's a very interesting suit because it does not just talk about business, finances, and money. I feel like it gets sequestered into that realm so often, but really the suit of pentacles is all about your body, your health, how things from the other suits, from the cups and the wands and the swords, how they all manifest in your reality, how all of the things that are happening you in, are happening in you internally how they are manifesting and cultivating on the outside, right? So in the two of pentacles, you have a you have two different physical things. I always, before I do these episodes, I have a book. It's not super useful, so don't feel like you need to buy this, but I do like to have it because I am so, I am using the Smith Rider weight. So I have a book and the book is called The Pictorial Key to the Tarot and it's by Arthur Edward Waite yeah that the same the same exact weight and um what it goes through is one of the things i don't like about this is that this is not by pamela coleman smith and this is not her talking about her art this is weight talking about his his like um i guess his interpretations of the cars and their symbols but it is nice to have because it kind of gives me an idea of maybe like what was communicated from weight to pamela coleman smith about his interpretations of the cards in general so i find that fascinating and one of the things that i read in this little book is that the pentacles they are for weight specifically could often come up in regards to letters, which I thought is so interesting because the suit that comes right before this is the suit of swords, which is all about expressing our thoughts, which is writing. So if you were talking about that, then the concept that the pentacles are letters, which are a physical manifestation of the things that happen internally in your head. Like, I I kind of love that a little bit. I feel like one of the things that I do when I have when I pull this card is that I have to look at things and I have to kind of prioritize and sort things out in my head. There are two things coming up. Both of them deserve my attention, obviously, but it's also like I have to be able to balance them out. Um, pros and cons lists. I find that so interesting because that's how I make a lot of my decisions in my life. I make pros and cons like these are the pros. These are the cons. And I'm not I don't let the pro pros and cons list like I don't count them up and then let it rule my life but it does kind of help me organize how I feel about something or what even I deem as a pro that maybe somebody else deems as a con and in that way it helps me organize and decide what my future steps are it helps me organize what I want why I want it how I want it when I want it and how I'm going to move forward the thing that I find really interesting about this card is that we do have the infinity loop around the pinnacles which is kind of a nod back to the eight and the eight is a transformed. The eight is all about transformation. It is complete. It is like a rebirth and a transformation totally and completely like you are a brand new person doing maybe the same thing, but in a completely new mindset, right? So in the two of pentacles, you kind of like, you are always going to be juggling 
the same things. It's how you decide to handle the situations that is going to be different because it is about your choice. It is about looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking, how am I going to do this? When this when I pull this card, when it comes up in readings, like obviously like in day to day life, like this is this is a pretty obvious like, OK, so you've got two things. Let's prioritize. Let's talk about how they're affecting you. Let's talk about how you can do something differently or rebalance or recenter yourself in a way so that you do feel a little more like you're able and capable, you're able and you're capable. Okay. Um, but let's say you pull this card in a relationship reading. What does that mean? You know, it could mean like, hey, you're putting a lot of this other person's needs above your own. Like you are, you are really centering this other person when you really need to be centering yourself for a minute and deciding how you fit in or how you want to fit into each other's lives. If you are making all the effort to go to this person, to drive to this person, to pack up your bag and you have a whole car full of stuff because you never know if you're staying at your house or their house or what you're doing. And, you know, maybe it's time to kind of like look at what your needs are and see if this person can meet them. Or sometimes it's the opposite. Maybe you have been kind of demanding that this person come to you and do all of these things. And maybe it's time to just kind of rebalance the responsibilities a little bit. Or maybe it's time to see like, okay, like you've been together, you really enjoy spending time with this person. Everything has been going really smooth. So maybe now it's time to see how, you know, maybe now is time to talk about or have a future conversation. Like in any relationship you have, you're always, that's like long-term. You're always gonna come to this point of like, okay, so what's next? And the two of pentacles is a really great card to pull when the question is, okay, what's next and what needs to be rebalanced? It's a, it is a card of priority. It is a card of bringing everything that you've worked on in the previous suits out into the open and, and, and wearing it on your sleeve. Like this person is literally, this pentacles are on this person's sleeve. An open-hearted, open-minded, this is everything laid out so clearly. Now we're bringing it into the physical world so that two people or you can have a conversation with yourself openly about what is your priority and what's not your priority. Yeah, that's the two of pentacles. I really love that the ships in the background mirror um, mirror the pentacles. The big ship is on the heavier pentacle side, the pentacle that weighs heavier than the other, and the lighter ship or the ship that's farther away is underneath the pentacle that's lighter. It's just this big reminder that Some things are more important than other things, and it's okay to prioritize yourself or prioritize another person. You know, you have to use your intuition when you're when you're doing this reading. But I do love that Pamela Coleman Smith does such a wonderful job of matching the the symbology of the ships with the pentacles, as well as reminding us that twos are while twos are about that personal reflection and choice. This card is also about like sometimes your choices affect those around you. So it's very important that you can be as balanced as you can be for yourself, for yourself and for others so that everybody can be in sync, which again leads us back to that infinity loop. But as we all know, it is time for me to set to sail. Ahoy, it's the collective reading. Are you guys sick of this yet? Um, the collective reading this coming week is kind of fascinating to me. Um, because it is the it's the nine of pentacles. Um, this is a person who is all decked out, and they're they have all of this these beautiful pentacles around them, and they're they are lavishly strolling through a garden filled with grapes. This is a person who is just really 
re- like reveling in 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 things. And I think that this is very fascinating um, for a couple of reasons. One, for me, this is a nod to not one. Don't get distracted. We as humans are very binary thinkers and we are very easily distracted. We just are. Um, we very easily, we don't like to ruminate in what is uncomfortable, so we turn away from it really fast, and then we focus on our own selves and our own lives, and that can be both a really healing thing to keep us sane, and also kind of not super great because then we ignore all of the things outside of the garden walls, right? So this card for the coming week comes with two pieces of advice. One, make sure you're taking care of yourself. So that you feel good, because if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not treating yourself nicely and surrounding yourself with things that are beautiful and comforting and and, you know, that that just that make you feel good, you're not going to be able to handle the things that are happening on the outside of the gate that are not so good. Should we spend every second of our day in feeling like imminent doom about the world? Oh, God, no, that's not good for our adrenal system. It's just not, it would not be healthy at all. We are being encouraged to stay healthy and take care of ourselves. But at the same time, this card is also coming with that caveat of things are still happening outside of the garden wall that you need to pay attention to. Very important. Um, Yeah, that's it. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review. I really appreciate it. It is the easiest and best way to help a podcast. We do have a Patreon um, that will be... That is updated with content on a weekly basis. I will be updating my, I had to get a, I had to get my laptop charger. I lost it and I found it, but that is how I update to Patreon. So I am going to be doing that this afternoon. And um, I'm really excited. There's a lot of like extra video. Um, there, Well, there are some videos, a lot of extra audio content. That's what I'm putting up today once my laptop is charged. And a lot of extra writing on different things as well, as along with some of the workbooks that I did for Awaken Fool. I've been posting pages of that, which come along with tarot spreads. So if you're interested in that community, um, you can find the link to Patreon in the show notes as well or on the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram, which I never mentioned for anybody, but my Instagram is at Awakened Tarot. So you can find me easily. And yeah, I think that's it. I love you all. I would like to go drink my extra, extra cold coffee now. Ta-ta. Hey, guess what? I'm not drinking any. I'm not. I'm still not drinking coffee. Um, it's sitting right next to me. But actually, we got an email submission for a nightmare, and I'm really excited. I didn't ask if we could use her name, so I'm gonna add it in the liner notes. Um, but this is a client of mine that I've gotten to read tarot for several times, and I'm always so honored. And she sent me her nightmare, and we're gonna read it. Oh yeah. Hey, Gabe, you're here. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> here you are. It is I. Shall, I. I shall introduce myself. I am Gabe. Some call him Gabe. That's a joke for approximately two of you. Do you know what that's from? I absolutely it's, know and it's, that's it's from. It's a joke for approximately not my husband. I think if I'm one of those people. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've alienated 99% of the audience. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to read The Nightmare, and then we will pull some cards and just kind of talk about what we think it means. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, here it is. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. 
I just had the most horrifying dream. I'm almost afraid to tell you about it. So it had just gotten to a point where we thought this man was lying about killing his wife and dumping her body in this lake. I like that she drops us right in the middle of this, by the way. He was being really sketchy and like looking for her body. He was trying to do it without anyone noticing, but we decided to use heat finder thingies so we could see him. Oh, it was also dark, I think. I think she may be my favorite writer. <laughs> so we catch him and end up realizing, hey, why don't we use these heat radars to see if his wife's body is still in here? Maybe it would be warm enough to still put off a signal. <clears throat> then my friend got a call. <clears throat> no, she didn't. It says, then my friend got all excited and called everyone over. She had found a little girl and the girl was alive. I was like, this is impossible, but sure enough, she was alive. I took her back to shore. I guess the plan was to leave her there and hope for the best while I continued to look for her wife, lol. As I set the girl down, I noticed something was off in her proportions. Then I realized it was because her neck was twisted completely around. She knew I saw, so she winked and started twisting her neck more. I was trying to untwist it with my hands, not safe probably, lol. When my alarm went off, I was half awake and still very freaked out and my cat meowed and it sent a chill through my entire body. I'm still kind of shook. Wow. If I met a girl with a washcloth neck, I'd be really concerned as well. Washcloth neck? Yeah, because, you know, like, she was ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Jeez, I, I think the, the part where it freaked me out was where she winks and yeah. keeps going. It's like a sentient washcloth necked human. It's like, hey, hey. <laughs> oh no so yeah we are going to pull some cards on that i mean i was actually reading something on tiktok the other day and it said something i'm talking while i shuffle but it said something like any dream you remember is a message for you which i do believe that dreams come with messages but it's kind of like what's the message of a girl with a twisty owl neck Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> Twisty owl neck. Okay. Ooh. Oh, okay. So look at that powerful little pull we got there. So what I just pulled was the queen of swords, the queen of wands, and the reverse magician. Jeez. This is a very... It's very royal. It's a very royal spread. Oof. Okay, so first first thing off the bat that I notice is one, um, actually, when I did a tarot reading recently for her, the Queen of Swords came up. Hmm. Like, um, she is a very she is a very precise and very talented person. She's very artistic and loves music. I don't want to like give too much of her information because I definitely forgot to get permission to before we started this. Because again, I am a pro. Um, but she's also very like direct and very studious. So the Queen of Swords makes a lot of sense to me here. Um, so I would say that this is definitely, that's my signal of like, yes, this is definitely a message for her. Um, because the queen of swords, swords is also about communication and truth and, um, and your thought processes, which also tells me that something in regards to like, um, her own life is being like something that she obviously needs to work through is a major part of the dream. The queen of wands is someone that creates, creates an oasis in a desert. Like pure creation and fertility and capable of thriving in any circumstance. And then the magician is about above pulling something from above below, using all of the tools in your arsenal to bring something forward. So um, and then you can interpret this with the cards next. Um, but 
My interpretation would be that the at the heart of the issue is feeling like you've lost yourself in a thing that used to feel very freeing and you need to be able to find and like that piece of you that like loves the thing is still very there. So you need to bring it forward and find it and not let the love of something not let like um not be afraid of like that the child part of you that is so in love with something you want to pursue it. Like I think sometimes when we and of course I know more about just like her personal life and what she does. So that's where I'm drawing on with this. But I think that sometimes when we really, really love something and it's also our profession, we have this fear of failing at it. Almost like you you start pursuing a thing because you love it and then you lose the love of it. Um, because not that you've lost enjoyment of doing the thing, but you lose like just like the pure hearted child love of doing something. And you're not you don't feel like you're creating anymore as much as performing like like routine, like we have to go find the thing or we have to use verbatim and I quote the heat radar thingies, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all of that so that you can bring something below. I would say this is almost like an inner child coming forward to a very adult a very adult person now and saying, Hey, like remember the fun and don't let it scare you. Like don't let the mistakes, the the flaws, the like weird proportions, don't let it scare you. I think sometimes in our dreams, we get really afraid of things when the intention is not to be scary. The intention is to be like, the intention is to say, this is a problem and your body is registering. It as discomfort, which when you wake up disoriented comes across as fear. Yeah. Thoughts. Um, very. Yeah, I I agree with almost everything. I'm not sure how much more I have to add except you, to well, look at the cards. Look some... at the cards. Look at the cards. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Very very literal. I yeah. Suppose. Um. But but also her dream was like so true crime too, which I think is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, definitely your genre of podcasting podcast listening i like murder <laughs> this is your first true crime podcast episode congratulations thank you it happens to be someone else's name it happens to be someone else's <laughs> um yeah well i um i identify a lot with the with the queen of wands just in a in a creative process sort of way um and um queen of swords just talking very literally again feeling buried lost um, in regards to something something creative or something you're trying to create, even if it's not like a creative endeavor. And I, I have no idea who this person is, and I don't know exactly who. So we're going to see how intuitive you are then. Okay. Go well, along. Well, I'm playing off of you, so I know that uh, you've already given me some hints, so I'm not trying to pretend like I know things. But The um, less hair you have, the more... <laughs> <laughs> the more psychic you be. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. We're going to see. <laughs> There's less resistance to the information. <laughs> There's less padding. You can hear better. Um, yeah. And then the and then the Queen of Wands, which um, to me is sort of my favorite form of creation um, personally, um, where you're kind of you're able to you're some you're something. It's it's a level of mastery. Right. It's not the it's not the king, but it is um, a different type of master. I am a proponent of thinking that when you get to the court cards, you are already you are a master of the suit by card ten, and then the page, knight, queen, king are all different ways of using that gift. Exactly. Um, 
Perfect. Exactly. Yes. No, that's what... Gabe, A plus. Thank you. I am the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's. I'm just saying that's what I was saying. Like. Oh, cool. Yeah. Queen of Wands is sort of my favorite of the mastery of of the creative suit. Um, so trying to find that because it's very, it's a very intuitive way to to create. Um, yes, it is. And and so I dig that, and I think I, I don't know what to make of the magician, except maybe that it's um, it's in reverse. So maybe it's just divining from the dream the message, um, trying to understand the dream. Um, so okay, I'm just gonna say this because I don't, I honestly don't, I do not believe she cares. She's a violinist. Okay. She's like an incredibly talented violinist, and the magician is all about feeling the power of movement and using your tools and. Um, bringing what's above below. And I, I think that that really resonates with just like her propensity. That's not a fucking word. Is it propensity? No, that is from my favorite murder. That's a fake word <laughs> that I have just been using. <laughs> no, um, her, um, her love of playing the violin and doing things. I feel like the stream was like an easily digestible way for her brain to communicate like, finding that inner child and not being afraid yeah. of it. Maybe taking, uh, doing more of it for the love of it, whether you're not um, well, it's almost working like so much and working on your own things or just getting playing to, a, to play. Getting to a place where you don't feel wrung out, literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think both the, if, if the listeners aren't gathering this, I think both the buried person and the child were both iterations of herself. Yes! And... The two queens. Yes. One queen is her and adult her and the other queen is child her. Mm -hmm. So yeah. moving out of the queen of swords into the queen of wands will make you more. Right. Aced. Oh, right. Aced. <laughs> I do like the idea, though, about you earlier coming to me with a like just a concept of like a student coming to their teacher and saying this is an A. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I'm going to try that. Ah, all right. Well, do you have anything else to say? Um, no. Very cool. I love doing nightmares. Please send more. Yes. Thank you so much. Again, I'm going to get permission for her name and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I really, truly am going to go drink my coffee now. Gabe, take us out of here.